if you want to avoid all the sickness this winter, the snotty noses, the coughs, the colds, the sleepless nights, the fevers, the Panadol and the antibiotics, the ear infections, the grumpy, tired kids, the days off work and school and childcare, are all those memories of last winter coming back? I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way this winter. I have a free online masterclass, three simple ways to boost your kids' immunity to avoid a winter full of sickness. It's on demand, meaning you can register and watch it straight away or watch it at a time that is convenient for you. Head on over to naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune and you will be able to sign up. In the masterclass, I am covering our natural, simple and effective approach to avoiding winter infections, how to boost your family's immunity with our proven three-step naturopathic strategy that is really easy for you to implement as a busy mum. We're going to talk about the immune depleters that you need to avoid so you're not wasting time and money building up your kids' immunity that is just being depleted by these common foods and environmental factors. I am sharing heaps of practical tips. I promise it will be an hour well spent. You can register again at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune. I can't wait to hear how you find it and to give you the tips to make this winter healthier. Welcome to the Natural Super Kids podcast, where you will discover practical strategies to inspire you to boost the health and nutrition of your kids. I'm Jessica Donovan, a qualified naturopath specializing in kids' health, and I want to make it as easy as possible for you to raise healthy and happy kids. Let's get into it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Natural Super Kids podcast. Jessica Donovan here. So happy to have you listening in today. Welcome. If you're a long-time listener, welcome back. And if you are a first-time listener, welcome. I'm so glad you have found us. And today's episode is all about the hidden signs and symptoms of gut imbalance in your children. I wanted to cover this on today's episode because I talk about the importance and the relevance of gut health in our kids to their overall well-being so often. I talk about how gut health impacts our children's immune system and how you know they get over infections and how frequently they get sick and all of that sort of thing. I talk about how our children's gut health can impact their mood, their behavior, their sleep via that all-important gut-brain connection. I talk about how our kids' gut health impacts their allergies and sensitivities and intolerances um, and also those atopic conditions such as eczema and hay fever and asthma. So I talk so often about how important the gut is, but one of the questions that that I get often asked is, well, how do I know if my child has an imbalance in their gut? 
you know, when do I need to, when do I know that I need to focus on um, gut health in my kids? And so in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the signs and symptoms that can highlight that your child has a gut imbalance. So many parents think that gut issues will be causing their kids tummy pain or other digestive symptoms, of course. But Sometimes, you know, a a gut issue or a gut imbalance can cause symptoms that are seemingly unrelated to the digestive system. They're not, you know, digestive symptoms. And so I'm going to go through many of the different signs and symptoms that can highlight that your child's gut is out of balance. Now, I will just say so many of these signs and symptoms have a variety of different causes. So um, as you're listening to these different signs and symptoms, you know, think about the the culmination, like is your child experience seeing multiple of these symptoms? If so, it's a it's a little hint or a red flag that their gut could be out of balance. And also, I want you to, to also understand that working on our kids' gut health is important no matter what, because there are so many things within our modern diet and lifestyle, and I've talked about these things on the podcast before. I'll link to a couple of helpful episodes that go over some of the um, the foods that can be depleting our kids' gut health and the environmental and chemi- factors and chemicals that can be negatively impacting our kids' gut health. But I want you to know here that there's so many factors within our modern diet and lifestyle that are depleting our kids' gut health. So it's not a bad thing to be working on boosting, replenishing, and optimizing our children's gut health, sort of no matter what the state of their health symptoms um, and health picture are. So let's start with the more, I guess, obvious digestive symptoms that are linked to gut imbalance in our kids. So these can be things like tummy pain, constipation, which is one of the most common um, digestive complaints that we see in children here at Natural Super Kids. So, so, so common. Reflux. So babies, you know, when we're when we're taking a case history, and by where I mean, you know, that the practitioners here at Natural Super Kids are taking a case history for a for a, a consultation client, we're always looking back and asking questions about, you know, what was going on with this child as a baby. And so many, again, this is a really common one, so many babies experience reflux and it can be that first sign that there's something going on with their digestive system. Um, and, you know, you take them to the doctor and they'll often be prescribed some medication, reflux medication, again, very a very common medication that's prescribed to babies, um, but it doesn't get to the crux of the issue. It might relieve the symptoms, um, but it can actually lead to worse symptoms sort of um and you know worse sort of things going on later down the track because you're essentially you know down regulating that acid production um within the stomach and acid has a really important role to play in the stomach but that is another subject but you know the constipation the reflux any sort of loose bowels or irregular bowels where kids are alternating between constipation and diarrhea if they have food intolerances or sensitivities, if they have offensive smelling bowel movements, um, 
and, you know, excess wind or offensive smelling wind. You know, we all pass wind and, of course, bowel movements are not supposed to smell lovely, um, but they shouldn't be really offensive smelling either. You know, if a child is sort of stinking out the whole house when they go to the toilet, that's a sign that their gut needs some attention. Toileting accidents is another big one. So um, when kids are, um, you know, are toilet trained, but then um, having toileting accidents, that can often correlate and go hand in hand with constipation. Um, And that is a sign, a definite sign that the gut needs some attention. And um, appetite issues. So if your child has a ha- doesn't have much of an appetite, they lack an appetite or all of a sudden their appetite is lacking or if they have a tendency to overeat or if they are fussy or picky eaters with a preference for those starchy, bland, sugary foods, the, that can be a sign that their gut is out of balance, out of whack. Um, and I've talked about this in uh, podcasts before as well. Um, you can have a look at our podcast um, bundle or our podcast series on fussy eating to find out more information on that. And you can find that that um, series on our website over at naturalsuperkids.com. So it's really important to normalize talking about going to the toilet with our kids. We want our kids to notice what's coming out the other end and tell us if something is unusual. The Bristol stool chart is a great option for empowering and educating your kids. Um, And you can use that as a tool to say, hey, what did your poo look like today? So you can keep track. Like when you're still wiping bums and um, kids are still wearing nappies, very young children are still wearing nappies, you have a really good idea what's going on. Um, But as they get older, you don't always kind of see what's going on. So empowering your kids to know what's normal, know what's not, tell you if there's some, you know, loose bowels or if they're fi- they're struggling to go to the toilet or if their um, poos are really smelly one day. Like talk about this as a family because these are often some little, um, you know, not not uh, really obvious signs and symptoms that can that can tell us that the gut is starting to go out of balance. Um, So if we can pick up on these things early, then that is going to be, um, you know, a positive thing. So we can start taking action earlier rather than later. So let's move on now to some immune symptoms. Now, I've talked about how important the gut is when it comes to our kids' immunity. So if your kids are getting sick really often, those really frequent infections, and if they have a slow recovery time from infection or those recurrent infections, these are signs that the gut could do with some extra attention um, and there may be a gut imbalance. Of course, um, when it comes to the immune system, allergies, either food allergies or environmental allergies, those hay fever, the dust mites, the pet dander, um, kids with allergies and intolerances and sensitivities, we need to be working on the gut, not just avoiding those foods that they're allergic to, but rebalancing and recalibrating the immune system via the gut is really important. Um, And then those are topic conditions. So the eczema and the asthma, although we don't necessarily think of those as immune 
issues, um, you know, more often than not, there's some immune um, irregularities or imbalances going on when when it comes to things like eczema and asthma. The immune system is responding and reacting to things, whether it's foods or um, things in the environment, which is causing inflammation of either the skin or the respiratory system when it comes to asthma. So if your kids have these conditions, then we want to be working on the gut. We don't just want to be slapping on that steroid cream and you know keeping the symptoms under control. We want to be getting to the source of the issue. And the gut is a big piece of the puzzle when it comes to that. And then the skin symptoms. So anytime there are some skin things going on for a child or an adult, I'm thinking about the gut as a naturopath. So skin symptoms such as and conditions such as eczema, psoriasis, any sort of rashes, bumpy skin, sensitive skin, itchy skin, um, recurrent fungal infections such as ringworm or tinea, um, and a, a like I guess in this in this category of skin. Um, symptoms, also those dark circles under the eyes that that kids can um, can present with can link back to a gut imbalance. So we want to be thinking about that there as well. Now I want to talk about some of the nervous system and brain symptoms and conditions that can be linked to a gut imbalance. So any sort of mood imbalance, anxiety, depression, like mood swings, you know, these can be fairly normal mood swings um, during certain developmental stages of kids, through the teenage years, through the toddler years. Um, But we know from research that kids that have higher diversity in their gut microbiome, so lots of different species, which kind of accounts, uh, like equates to a healthy gut, have less um, less of the toddler tantrums. Isn't that really interesting? So again, I'm not saying the gut is the answer to toddler tantrums and teenage mood swings. Like it's nor it's somewhat normal developmentally because of of what's going on at those stages of of life. But the gut is something we want to be thinking about. If you know the mood swings and the tantrums are sort of beyond what you would sort of class as normal. And, uh, you know, working with a health practitioner can really help you to, to figure out what's normal and what's not. Whenever there's ongoing behavioral challenges, learning or concentration issues, learning dis- disabilities even, um, any sort of sleep issues such as waking through the night, um, night terrors, bedwetting, trouble falling asleep. When we work on the gut, and I've found this time and time again in clinical work as a naturopath, when we work on the gut with things like bedwetting and restless sleep, we really start to improve sleep. And I'm going to be talking about this a little bit more um, in an upcoming episode which will talk about that link between the gut and and kids' mood and behaviour and we'll weave in some sleep um, topics in there as well. And then kids with neurodevelopmental conditions, kids that are on the spectrum, kids that have ADHD, kids that have been diagnosed with sensory processing disorder, we know from research that often these kids have a lower diversity in their gut microbiome. So working on gut balance for these kids can really help to improve the symptoms that go along with um, these neurodevelopmental conditions. And that is the end of the very long list of different signs and symptoms that can really, um, 
you know, that, that can tell us that the gut needs some work. As I said, it's never a bad idea to be replenishing and working on our children's gut health because there are so many uh, different factors within our environment, within our diet uh, that are negatively affecting our children's gut health. And I've seen time and time again, when we start to work on a child's gut health, when we start to heal the gut, replenish the gut, um, like te- like um, create more diversity within the gut microbiome, then we will start to see a lot of these signs and symptoms start to improve. And then we've got this clearer slate to work from. So, for example, when we're talking about mood imbalances, say a child has anxiety, you know, we can start to work on that on that gut um, health and we can see an improvement in the symptoms. Then we can start looking at, okay, what about, you know, there may also be some, some low nutrient levels like omega-3 and magnesium. So I'm not saying the gut is the be all and end all to all of these different signs and symptoms and conditions, but it's a really important piece of the puzzle. Um, and I always am looking at a health picture of a particular person as a big puzzle. Um, There's multi factors when it comes to the causes of these kinds of symptoms and conditions. Um, And the gut is a really important piece of that health puzzle when it comes to these signs and symptoms and conditions that we see so often in children. So I hope that this information was helpful. Um, If you want to get started looking at improving and balancing and replenishing your child's gut health, then be sure to check out our gut health ebook. I'll pop the link to that in the show notes and I will see you on the next episode. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Head on over to our website, naturalsuperkids.com for the show notes for this episode, as well as a whole heap of inspiration to help you raise healthy and happy kids. I'll see you next week. Before you go, don't forget about my free online on-demand masterclass, Three Simple Ways to Naturally Boost Your Kid's Immunity to Avoid a Winter Full of Sickness. I'm sharing my practical tips on ways that you can strengthen your whole family's immune system to avoid the onslaught of winter infections so your family can stay healthy and well this winter. You can sign up at naturalsuperkids.com forward slash immune.